بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله الحمد لله حمد كثير طيبا مبارك فيه صلوات الله والسلام على نبينا الأمين وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين وعلى من تمسك بسنته بإحسان إلى يوم الدين الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له الله أكبر الله أكبر ولله الحمد The Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم prayed the Eid with his companions the companions who we owe a great deal of respect an authentic hadith told us that the latter generation from this ummah are going to curse the first generation of this ummah. Allah mentioned about those companions, Ridwanullahi alayhim min al-mu'mineen rijal, sadaqu ma'ahadullah alayhi. He described them in many ayat of the Quran. From the believers are men, the companions. They were truthful to the covenant and the contract that they made with Allah when they say, La ilaha illallah Muhammad Rasulullah, they stuck to the program. So Allah praised them in this ayah. Today, there's a big day in Islam. It's not only a big day, but it's the biggest day. And you can barely hear a squeak from the community when it comes to saying, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. And we're in the masjid. What do you think the situation is going to be when we leave the masjid and we're at home with our wives, our children, and we're out in the dunya? If we can't say it now, if we don't say it now, more than likely you'll go the whole day without saying it. So the point I want to press upon right now is the companions when they, when they travel from Medina to Mecca to perform Al-Hajj, they used to say, Labbaik Allahumma Labbaik, Labbaik la Sharika Laka Labbaik. By the time they arrived in Mecca, their voices were hoarse. They couldn't talk. Nobody's asking you, or you, Sheikh, or you, or you, or any of my Shabbat to make your voices hoarse. But part of the etiquette of these days and this religion, it's for us to say, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. If you don't do it, those people under your supervision are not going to do it. Our children who, given the opportunity and the choice, you want to stay home with your mobile phone? You want to stay home and do the internet? You want to stay home and do Fortnite? Or you want to go to the masjid? All of them will say, leave me with the Fortnite. We see you when you get back. It's your job, your job, your job, my job. Those little minuscule things like sitting your kids down and saying, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, so that these kids can do what? Hold on to Islam at a time where the Islamic identity is trying to be destroyed. They are forcing upon us issues that go against our religion. And if you stand up and say something about it, you are mutashaddid, you are terrorist, you are extremist, radical. So you have to be quiet while the Islamic personality is stripped away. So the Prophet told us, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Al-Islam is going to fade away the way your soul fades away. 
And the day is going to come in one night, the Quran is going to be lifted up. Your kid and my kid, you and I, whoever's with them at that time, they're not going to know a single ayat of the Quran. They won't know Bismillah Rahman Rahim, an ayat of 113 surahs of the Quran. They won't know Yasin, Alif Lamim, they won't know Qaf, they won't know Sad, the Quran, in one night, gone. And the people are not going to know what is Salat, what is Zakat, what is Hajj, and what is Sadaqah. They won't know. The other day I was sitting with my kids and some relatives who have come to visit. Sat with them and we prayed Salat. I said, you guys, tell me one thing you know about Yom Arafat. We're in the day of Arafat. One thing. They couldn't answer. They couldn't answer. One thing about Arafat. Go to my relatives in America, my Kofar relatives, Christians. Ask them. Tell me about Isa. They don't know anything about Isa ibn Maryam. All they know is Christmas is party time. That's it. Eating, drinking, and getting their party on. That's not the religion of Al-Islam. So the Prophet stood up, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, on the day of Eid, after praying. He told his companions, as Abdullah ibn Sa'ib said, may Allah be pleased with him. Inna nakhtub. فَمَنْ أَرَادَ We're going to give the khutbah and say some few words. Whoever wants to get up to leave, you can leave. Whoever wants to stay to listen, you can stay and listen. And that's from the rahmah of Allah and the ease of this religion. That you are allowed to get up and leave. Because you have to go deal with the thing about the uthiyah, deal with whatever your family needs, whatever. Allah didn't trap you. And that's the ease of Islam. In the Quran, in the ayat, in Surah Al-Hajj, Al-Hajj. Those ayats of Al-Hajj, Allah mentioned, وَمَا جَعَلَ عَلَيْكُمْ فِي الدِّينِ مِنْ حَرَجِ Allah didn't make anything in your religion difficult for you. That ayat is dealing with Hajj. And if you performed Hajj before, Hajj is jihad. Those women, women of the companions, they heard the virtues of jihad and the virtues of al-shahada fi sabilillah. And when I say jihad and shahada, I bite my tongue for no one. I don't mean the craziness of Qaeda and ISIS and Shabab. I don't mean that. I mean our religion, jihad. When the women heard of that, they said, Ya Rasulullah, give us permission. We want to go out to defend the religion. The women said that. Prophet Muhammad in his justice said, no, 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 no. There's no jihad for women, not like that. The jihad of the woman is at hajj. It's tough. And yet Allah said, we have not made for you difficulty in your deen concerning the ayat of al-hajj. The ayat of fasting. You fasted, I fasted in Europe. 18 hours, 18 and a half hours. And yet Allah mentioned in the ayat of fasting, Allah wants ease for you in your religion. Allah wants ease for you in your life. And he doesn't want difficulty for you. He doesn't want to make things hard for you. So if you're traveling, don't fast. If you're traveling, combine your prayer. If you're traveling, you know, you can do a lot of things. So from the lessons of Hajj, Ikhwani is, this religion is easy. Today is Friday. And today is the Eid. Under normal circumstances, when there's no corona, no lockdown, you pray the Eid, which is wajib, you don't have to come back to the masjid again today. Why? Because of what today is. And I'm going to complete with this, but I need you to pay attention because it is vital. It is not okay for a Yehudi, a Jew, to know the days of his religion 
And he exalts them and makes takvim of them. And he's connected to them, him, his wife, and his children. And the Muslim doesn't have a clue. He just can't wait to get back to get on the fortnight. That's all. The Nabi وسلم, said about this day, today. Listen to the hadith. The greatest day, the single greatest day to Allah is the day of a nahr, the day of slaughtering. The pilgrims are slaughtering today and we are going to slaughter today or tomorrow or the next day. All of that is permissible. If you don't slaughter, don't groom yourself until you slaughter. He said, and then the second most important day in Islam is tomorrow, Yom Al-Qar. So today is the best day of your life of this year. How can it come? How can it go? And we still got beef, drama, and static with our relatives. Prophet Muhammad said about these days, today and tomorrow, Saturday and Sunday, Monday, three days, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. He says, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and he called them the ayam of a tashriq. Ayamu tashriq, ayam, aqlin wa shurban wa dhikrinillah. These are the days of eating, drinking, and remembering Allah. These are days to be happy. These are not the days, ya akhi. For you and you, me, him, you, you, we're still carrying drama and beef that we have with our relatives from last century, from last generation. The children have to be upset with their cousins because what happened 50 years ago, they have no clue about it because they only are worrying about Fortnite. But they know in order to play on the Fortnite, you better hate your auntie, this one or that one, and her kids. These are the days to call people up and say, hey, 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 I'm sorry. Let's get on track. We share our blood. These are the days of the Eid. So on these days, Ikhwani, they're the days of being happy. The days of showing and manifesting happiness. Saying sorry to your ex-wife. Saying sorry to people you did wrong by. Just try to be a better person on this day. Getting close to life. It's greater than the day of Arafat. Greater than the day of Arafat. Today. Yom nahr So as it relates to today, Ikhwani, we're going to eat, we're going to drink. But within the confines of the religion, we're not going to go out and our women don't wear hijab makeup, and we're just doing wild things. Because now what happens is we'll be doing things that Allah is not, be, he's not pleased with. So look what the Prophet did, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. The leader of the Muslims, the administrator of the community. He sent this man, that man, that man, that man. You people, go into the community and go and make the nida, like the adhan, that let the people know, come to the salah. He said, you, 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 go to the people and call out to the people and let the people know do not fast on these days. It is haram for you to fast on Yom Nahr. Tomorrow, the next day or the next day. Haram. Nobody can fast. Those who want to make up your fast Ramadan, haram. You can't fast. The only person who can fast these days is the one who performed hajj. But he didn't have the money to slaughter. He made a tamattu and he didn't have the money. Allah told him, fast three days at hajj. And seven days when you get home. Other than that, fasting is haram. Because they're the days of the Eid. So in concluding, Ummah Islam, the theme of the khutbah today and the message I want you to take going away is 
the companions of Radwan Allah, they are the religion. Ask any of you, any of you, what identifies a Muslim. He's going to say, we believe in the Quran and the Sunnah. The Quran came from Allah, and it is guidance, and it is the best thing for guidance. Yep. And we follow the Sunnah of the Prophet. Yep. But that's not enough. Because there are some people who say they believe in the Quran and the Sunnah, and they curse Abu Bakr, and they curse Umar, and they curse Aisha. That's not Islam. So today's message is, appreciate and embrace the makan and the manzila of Abu Bakr, Umar, Uthman, and Ali, and the rest of those companions. What was the religion back then is the religion today, until Yom Al-Qiyamah. What was not the religion back then is not the religion today. They did not have Hazir Nazir. They did not have Allah's prophet knows the ilm al-ghayb. They did not have the molid. They didn't have all of this hitting yourself on the head. All of that is hocus pocus. Christmas. Peter Cottontail. You know, the religion of the people who believe in khurafat and bid'ah. Hold on to the religion of the Quran and the sunnah, the religion of Allah, Quran and sunnah, according to the way the companions did. This is what we want to mention. And we say to you, as the companions used to say on the day of the Eid, Taqabbalallahu minna wa minkum. May Allah accept it from us, accept it from you. Remember, after the prayers, you should say, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, La ilaha illallah, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, Walalalhamd. In your home, say that with your kids. And say it as much as you possibly can, walking in the street other than that, and make the other dhikrs. And the best dhikr is the dhikr that comes from the Quran and the du'as and so forth and so on. May Allah accept it from us and you. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us of those people who are truthful in word and deed. And may he put us in the jannah al-firdaus without any adab, without any hisab. And may he not allow us to get ripped off from the zuhraf of this dunya. And lastly, may he protect my kids and your kids. May he help us in giving the tarbiyah to these kids because it's not easy. And as I said the last time I was in this message, I want to say it again so that you'll be appreciative of the ni'mah of Allah upon you. Any man, any woman in this masjid, who? Your children, when it's time for the salat, they get up and they make wudu on their own. And then they get up and they're praying on their own. You should make sajda to shukr. You should thank Allah and try to cry and understand your children and your family, you're not the norm. You're not the norm. The norm is fortnight and then fortnight and then fortnight. And the little ones, they watching Boss Baby. That's what they're doing. They're dancing and getting down to Boss Baby. And then we wonder why. Corona, Corona. Corona is a trial from Allah that we can navigate through it. With the kitab and with the sunni, inshallah, azawajal, and with the ikhlas. But we got to have knowledge of all of that. Ahsanallah ilaykum wa barakallah feekum wa ma'adhiratan al-itala. Assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.